The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four $50 basketball bets. And regardless of outcome, you'll get a $50 free bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free or paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. This will be a international special, primarily focusing on World Cup qualifiers. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. I'll be dropping an episode of the BetMUFC podcast over the weekend. And also for my additional content, make sure you follow the Twitter account at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. That's LockBetting.com. That's my premium service that has delivered 105 months in a row of transparent track profit. And we are now well on our way to month number 106. If you want to sign up to the service, head over to LockBetting.com. If you want to do your research, Go to the Twitter account at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. And look at the pinned tweet. The pinned tweet will be the PL for February. But don't just look back at one month. Look back at all of the previous months. Go to the bottom of that PL of the pinned tweet on the LockBetting.com Twitter account. Go down to the bottom of that post. And you'll see little tags there, such as NFL, NBA, soccer, tennis, UFC, WWE, etc., Click on the one that says P and L, and what that will do is it will give you access to all of the other previous P&Ls. What you'll see, first of all, is an analysis of each and every month, a summary of how the month went, etc. And then you'll see a little attachment to click, which will take you through to the spreadsheet for that month. And if you go to PL, you'll see all of the months and you can click the little attachments that will take you through to all of the spreadsheets. And you can see that this is 100% legitimate. You can see that from all of the members' comments at the bottom of every single post. I do that because it allows me to be fully tracked and transparent. That's why I use Patreon. Patreon is what my site diverts to. That means all of my members can comment on every single bet and every single 
single post. And therefore, that means there would be no place to run, no place to hide if I was not adding bets to my spreadsheets or I was adding bets that I didn't really put out of a client's. Therefore, that proves that this service is 100% transparent. We do have 105 months in a row of transparent track profit. And we are just three months away from being able to say that we have been undefeated every single month for the past nine years. So head over to lockbetting.com if you want to get involved. Moving on with why we're here, and that is to break down these remaining World Cup qualifiers along with a few selected friendlies. What I've done is I've used the European show format, a lockbetting.com exclusive, and I've looked at all of the international fixtures, and I've taken a small selection of games here that I want to speak about. So it is kind of like getting six or seven premium plays right here on the show for free, although I have chosen to cover all of these European qualifiers. There are just two of them, Poland versus Sweden and Portugal versus North Macedonia. The final section is yet to be decided with only Wales through at the moment, with Scotland and Ukraine still needing to play. This is because of the situation in Ukraine. Ukraine are being given extra time to play out that fixture. I won't give my opinion on that entire situation. Uh, We'll begin with Poland versus Sweden. Poland were the beneficiaries of this Ukraine-Russia situation because Russia were eliminated from the competition and Poland got automatic qualification and they have home advantage here against the Swedes who came through after 100 and 20 minutes last time out. Poland are the 11-8 favourites. It's 2-1 on the draw. And it's nine to four here on Sweden. Statistical data here supports both teams finding the net here in this game. I'm not sure if supporting the data here is the right way to go with the play, given that this is a very, very tense affair. It will determine who goes through to the World Cup and who doesn't. So it is a cup final situation and it could be very, very tight and very, very cagey, and that almost makes me lean on under two and a half goals here as an autoplay. However, the data tells me that Poland have seen both teams score in 12 of their last 14 games, whereas Sweden have scored in 13 of their 16 games in 2021. That includes their 3-2 win over Poland at Euro 2020, with Poland having won just three of their last eight at home, And those wins came over beating Andorra, Albania and San Marino. So Poland aren't particularly strong here at home as of late. However, as I said, this is one of those situations where you throw your data out of the window and you look at the situation and say, look, after two years of qualifying, one of these teams isn't going to make it to the World Cup. One of these teams is going to fall at this final hurdle. So you can look at all of that data and you can analyse it and you can turn around and and arrive at both teams to score. However, I always look at these games and say, nobody wants to lose. And quite often they'll play not to lose as opposed not to win. I mean, Sweden have already navigated the waters of a nil-nil draw against Czech Republic. And I wouldn't necessarily say that that was a game between two defensive teams 
where it was going to go under two and a half goals. I actually thought Sweden would win that game in 90 minutes because Patrick Schick was missing. But Czech Republic set up to not get beat and Sweden were unable to break them down and, and vice versa where Sweden wouldn't overcommit players here. I look for more of the same. When you look at a player like Robert Lewandowski in this in this game, you automatically look at overs. Plus the fact that um, Poland's defence at times has been somewhat underwhelming, whereas Sweden, uh, they have been solid defensively uh, for, for quite a few years. That's really been the foundations of Sweden. However, we are now past the point where it's a case of we're going to be defensively solid at the back and Zlatan Ibrahimovic is going to win us the game with a moment of magic up front. We are past that. We now have more all-round talented players around the pitch here for Sweden and they'll look to win the game in different ways from different sources whilst remaining defensively solid. So I'm going to go for the under two and a half goals here. It's very, very juiced at the price of four to seven. But given these cagey circumstances, I'm going to go against this both teams to score data and look for these two teams to try and stop each other from playing as opposed to focusing on creating the moments to get themselves through. I don't think there's going to be many risks taken here in this one. Same goes for the next game where it's not Italy versus Portugal, as everybody was expecting. I was uh, reluctant to buy my tickets to England versus Ivory Coast, I said to my son, would you rather go to this England friendly or actually would you rather sit in and watch this massive game between Portugal and Italy? Because if we are at the England game at Wembley, we're not going to be able to be sitting in and watching this decider between Portugal and Italy. So we took a wait and see approach with actually no real thought about going to this England game. I thought we would pretty much be giving that a miss. I thought we would definitely be sitting in and watching Portugal and Italy. And I've had to make some late calls to get myself England tickets for the England game tomorrow because it's going to be Portugal versus North Macedonia as a result of a 92nd minute late goal from North Macedonia. Now, because of this goal... Mancini's job is on the line. There is talk about him leaving the post as the Italy manager because Italy have failed to get to back-to-back World Cups now. So he came in because they failed to get to the last World Cup and they have failed again. And despite the fact he's only had two, just two losses as the manager, one in the Nations League and one was this defeat to North Macedonia, the lack of goals that Italy have scored means that his job is now on the line despite the fact that less than a year ago, This man was being heavily praised and being linked to every major job off the back of taking Italy to Euro 2020 success. So an unbelievable turnaround here for Italy, but an unbelievable stroke of luck for Portugal. Now, this is unfortunate because I was very, very intent on locking up Portugal to qualify here on the show from that Portugal-Italy game. I would have imagined we would have got quite a tight line with Italy being the European champions. I imagine Portugal would have been the narrow favourites being at home. I think we would have got something around about 4-5, to 8-11 to 11 overall on Portugal to qualify uh, outright. And I would have taken that here, given that Italy are clearly struggling in front of goal. And I just think Portugal's firepower with all the talent they have and at being at home would have carried them through. But unfortunately, we don't have that situation now to handicap. So 
We are now looking at Portugal versus Macedonia. We are now looking at Portugal being at one to five on the money line. It's six to one on the draw, and it's sixteen to one on North Macedonia. And we are looking at Portugal being one to twenty-five to qualify with North Macedonia here available at nine to one. So we now must find a bet here for this game. I like taking the over two and a half goals. Now, obviously, we just put out a player, just put out a lean on the last game where it was all about being tight and cagey. I feel that this is going to be the same, at least for the beginning part of this game, where North Macedonia sit in. They try to frustrate Portugal and uh, they stop them from scoring a goal here by parking the bus. Now, you're probably wondering, why am I taking an over then if I feel this is going to be the team's tactical approach? Well, this is Portugal. This isn't Italy. Italy were unable to break down this defence and put the ball in the net. But en route to losing that game, they created chance after chance after chance after chance. Look at the data and the stats. Go back and look at the highlights of the game. Italy should have been two or three goals up before Macedonia scored the goal that eliminated him. And even before we were heading towards extra time, it was unbelievable that we were in that situation and we weren't cashing our bet of Italy to win to nil. Because had Italy got that goal, they would have been a lot more resolute at the end of the game. They would have notoriously shut up shop in the Italian way and would have coasted to a one or two nil win. But they weren't able to get those one or two goals, allowing North Macedonia to sneak in through the back door. This, this is not going to happen here with Portugal and these attacking players. Once Portugal do break through, the entire game will break open and we're going to see a very different affair. There's also supporting data here for both teams to score because despite the fact that Portugal are in fantastic scoring form, they head into this clash having conceded in three of their last five at home, including last time out against Turkey. But for the over two and a half goals, Portugal would obviously hold their own. Portugal scored at least twice in five of their last six home games. However, they've conceded in three of the last five home matches, as I just said. And North Macedonia conceded eight times in three games at the Euros this summer. So usually when they step up in competition, they do tend to fold. Unfortunately, that didn't happen against Italy. But here, I do think that Portugal will end up going through. And I like the over two and a half goals here as well. So separately, if you want to take the over two and a half goals here, you will be taking the price of seven to ten. If you want to take Portugal with the over two and a half goals tacked on, you'll be getting five to six minus 120. I am comfortable doing that. I'm comfortable taking Portugal on the money line and adding on the over two and a half goals here at five to six minus 120. As I do think Macedonia's tournament will end here in the World Cup campaign, sorry, will end here in this one. Up next, we're going to move across to Africa for a big qualifying game here between Senegal and Egypt. This is a rematch of the African Nations final where this time Senegal are at home and they are the 10 to 11 favourites to win it. It's 15 to 8 on the draw and it's 7 to 2 here on Egypt. The World Cup qualifying process in Africa is absolutely horrific. It is forever ongoing and it is brutal in terms of who doesn't get through. The first round consists of 28 teams ranked between 27 and 54. They play home and away legs and the 14 winners advance to round two. 
The second round sees 40 teams ranked 1 to 26 and the 14 first round winners. And they're divided into 10 groups of four teams to play home and away round robbing matches. And the 10 group winners advance to the third round. Then, after winning your group, you can actually be eliminated because the 10 group winners then play home and away over two legs and only five winners qualify for the World Cup. So essentially what happens is 54 teams in Africa are whittled down to five teams that qualify and they go through three rounds to do this and you win a group, you can actually win a group and you can still be eliminated from African qualification. Now, this is the second leg of this fixture and Egypt currently go into this leg with a 1-0 lead. Egypt won the first leg on Friday. They won by a goal to nil. So they have the lead here. And what was, what was consistent with all of the African qualifiers, much like the African Nations tournament, is the under two and a half goals play because that was cashing consistently. In fact, none of these games produced three goals and only one of these games produced two goals. So we had Egypt beating Senegal 1-0. We then had Algeria beating Cameroon 1-0. We had Nigeria and Ghana playing out a 0-0 draw. We had Congo and Morocco drawing 1-1 and we had Mali and Tunisia playing out a 1-0 win for Tunisia. So these were very, very low scoring affairs and I think much like the African Nations final, we see another cagey one here between Senegal and Egypt. I don't think there's any way this gets to three goals and obviously the bookies are aware of this they're not exactly giving you a good line on over two and a half goals in fact the 50 50 line here on the goal line market is 1.75 and if you want to take under one and a half goals here you end up getting yourself plus money we're going to lay a little bit of juice on the under two so we're going to take under two here at four to six so if there's just one single goal in this game we win this selection. If there's no goals or there's one goal, we win this selection here at 4-6 to six minus 150. If there are two goals, though, we have the beauty of securing ourselves a push. We can get a push here with a one-all draw or a 2-0 win to either side. It's only if there are three goals here in this game where we end up losing this play. I don't think there's any hope of that happening looking at the African Nations final between these two teams and looking at how all of the playoff games played out last time out. I do think Senegal will win this game because I think it would be very, very shocking to have the African Nations champions out along with the European champions with Italy. So I think there is just some way that Senegal do find a way to grind this result out. And they may even win this 1-0, forcing extra time. Egypt have needed extra time in all of the African Nations knockout games and penalties three times. So it would not surprise me to see this game go down this route. Nine of Italy's, uh, sorry, nine of Egypt's last 10 matches have produced under two and a half goals in 90 minutes. Eight of Senegal's last 10 competitive games saw under two and a half goals. And uh, Senegal have won three of the last four head-to-head meetings with these two teams, although one of those was on penalties. I'm going to go for Senegal here on the money line. And I also love the under two and a half goals here with us having the security of a push. If there are two goals scored in this one, but we are laying juice. And that gives us the price of four to six minus 150 here for this one. Staying in Africa 
a couple more games here I want to look at. First of all, we look at Nigeria versus Ghana, where Nigeria 10 to 11 on the money line, it's 9 to 5 on the draw, and it's 15 to 4 on Ghana. This one is tied at 0-0 after the first leg. And obviously, I feel this will be another under, but I feel Nigeria will produce that moment of quality. Nigeria to qualify here are available at three to four. So rather than taking the 10 to 11 on the money line, we'll give ourselves that extra half an hour in case this is cagey enough to see it through to extra time with either a goal, a straw or the more unlikely scoreline of 1-1. I like Nigeria here in this spot to find a way to get through one way or another. Nigeria have lost just one of their last six head-to-head meetings within 90 minutes. Ghana have failed to win each of their last five consecutive matches. And Nigeria are unbeaten in seven of their last eight matches. And I simply feel like they have the better personnel And the better form here going into this game. They grinded out a 0-0 result against Ghana away from home. And despite the fact that Ghana have qualified for three straight World Cups prior to the 2018 edition, I still feel they'll fall short here against this improving Nigeria team who did well at the AFCON. They won their group. They were unfortunate to go out when they did. And I feel they'll continue that momentum here by getting through to the World Cup and finding a way to qualify here from this tie. The last tie I'm going to look at here in Africa is Morocco versus Congo. Morocco are the strongest favourites to win their game in 90 minutes. They are available here at 3-5 against Congo. It's 13-5 on the draw and it's 11-2 on Congo. That is correct in my opinion. Congo have done really, really well to get here, but Morocco qualified from the last group stage with a 100% record. They played six, they won six, they had 18 points out of 18, and they scored 20 goals in those six games, just conceding a single goal. So I don't think Congo are going to be able to score here against Morocco, despite the fact they scored in the home leg, they won all draw. That is a result that I think Monaco would have taken before the game. They come here on an even kill and they have a one-off cup decider here at home. They have a far greater talent pool here and I feel they would have taken this situation before the tie, drawing in Congo and coming home and needing to win it. That's why they are the significant favourites here. We can tack on under three and a half goals or under four and a half goals here to give ourselves a better line. Adding on the under three and a half goals gives us four to six minus 150. And adding the under three and a half goals gives us 10 to 11 minus 110. I think you're okay taking the under three and a half goals. I don't think there's any way we see four goals in this game. But I do think that Morocco do find a way to go through. And I don't think they'll need 120 minutes or anything to get it done. As I said, Congo have done really well just to even get here. But they did come through quite a weak qualifying group in the last stage. And Morocco were absolutely dominant. And I see no reason here for this group of players, the far more talented group of players here, to fall short at home against Congo. So I'm going to take Monaco to win on the money line. And I'm going to tack on the under three and a half goals here, giving me the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. For my final lean, I'm going to go to an international friendly And we have a massive rivalry game tomorrow between Holland and Germany, where Holland are the 6-4 favourites. It's 23-10 on the draw. 
and it's 13 to 8 here on Germany. So they are very, very narrow favourites. These two teams can't play in a friendly. There is a genuine rivalry there. So whereas it will be an international friendly on paper, both teams will want to win this game. I don't see either of them resting too many players. So I think we'll see a genuine competitive game here. Therefore, I think we'll see goals. Over two and a half goals here is at 10 to 11, with under two and a half goals here at 10 to 11. And I think we will end up going over two and a half goals. The Netherlands have scored at least two goals in their last four head-to-head matches against Germany. At least three goals have been scored in five of the Netherlands' last eight home-friendly games. And at least three goals have been scored in four of the last six Netherlands games and in eight of Germany's last 10 matches. So I don't think we see anything different here. There is data to support goals in Holland friendlies. So I'm going to take the goals here for this one. Over two and a half goals in this exciting friendly between Germany and Holland tomorrow, available at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Closing out with your lock on the show, We're going to go for another double lock here and we are going to take two selections from Africa because they are high stakes games and I don't really want to dabble with locks in friendlies despite the fact I do think Germany and Holland will deliver three goals at least tomorrow. So I'm going to go for the under two goals here in the game between Senegal and Egypt. No goals in the African Nations final. So you would need three goals to lose this. Just one goal in the last game as well with Egypt winning out 1-0. None of the African nations qualifiers saw three goals and I don't think we'll see three goals here in this one and we have the protection of a push here if there are two goals scored at the price here of 4-6 minus 150. For our second lock, we are going to take Morocco to win on the money line and I decided I'm going to take under four and a half goals here as the add-on as opposed to under three and a half goals. This doesn't add a whole lot to the play because Morocco on the money line are already available at the price of three to five. But we will tack on the under four and a half goals because there's just no way I see five goals being scored here in this game. Congo have actually seen under two and a half goals in nine of their last 10 matches and Morocco have seen under two and a half goals in six of their last eight. So I think this will be a cagey game with Morocco's better quality shining through and them qualifying here at home. So that's it for me and this bonus international edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.